Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today Breakfast Briefing. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Thursday the 18th of August and as usual with all the information contained in this briefing it is general advice only so please do your own research, contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights in this briefing and if you need to you can always pause this slideshow here, read our disclaimer in full and if you're listening on a podcast wherever you are in this wonderful world of ours you can head on over to marcustoday.com.au and sign up for a trial if you're not yet a member. And of course, there's plenty of other goodies there as well as this disclaimer. So let's get into it. We have uh, the Dow Jones falling 172 points or 0.5 of a percent. We did get the FOMC meeting minutes out last night. So that was uh, the focal point for the markets. Not an awful lot to go on, as they say. Uh, Certainly data dependent is the Federal Reserve in the U.S., uh, still many expecting now a 50 basis point hike in September. We do have Jackson Hole, which is a central bank and bankers gabfest next week in the US. So that will be uh, shifting that focus will be shifting to that uh, next week. But for the time being, the Dow closed down 172 or half percent, 33,980. The Nasdaq was down 1.25%, 164 points, 12,938. And the S&P 500 in the middle for diddle, as is its usual form, down 0.72%, 31 points, 42.74. SPY futures showing a small loss today of 13 points, 0.18% to 7,019. So looking a little bit of weakness in our market, but certainly in the US last night, it was uh, a little bit weaker on the back of those FOMC meetings. Also, the uh, market had been on a bit of a winning streak. The Dow was up for five previous sessions. So that uh, loss last night, snapping that five-day winning streak. So a little bit of uh, profit-taking creeping in, a little bit of uh, caution, I guess, on the back of those FOMC meeting minutes. VIX index was up around 1.1% to just over 20 And we did see the oil price perking back up again. Uh, Brent crude was up $1.31.93.65, 1.42%. WTI up $1.58.88.11, 1.8%. Gold, unfortunately, slipping again, $17.76, down 13 bucks or 0.7%. And the iron ore price was down around 1.9%, or $2.04, 104.59. So probably seeing some pressure in our resource sector today in terms of other commodities, we had copper down 0.6, nickel down 1.4, aluminium up 0.8, zinc not having a great day down 2.7, lead falling like the proverbial down 2%, and ton down 1%. In terms of uh, the mining stocks overseas, BHP in ADR terms was down 2.5%, Rio down 2.2%. So certainly some losses in store for the big two in Australia in the mining sector. Other miners overseas last night, Freeport, McMoran were down 3.6, Alcoa down 2.2, Tech down 2.2, Anglo down 1.2, Glencore up 0.8, Vale down 2.7, and Arbemarle in the lithium space down 1.1% last night. And here you can see the S&P 500, and you can see that uh, it was a relatively... Uh, Volatile day, the Dow had a range of 9 points up 
to 324 points down. So 330-odd point trading range for the Dow uh, last night. But um, certainly the S&P a little bit volatile at the moment and the market still undecided really uh, what the Fed is going to do. We did also see bond yields creep up a little bit last night in the US as well. So that's uh, slightly concerning. We saw that in other markets too. So um, there was some uh, some spikes, but uh, nothing very exciting to write home about in the US last night. Uh, we did see a bit of a tech sell-off on the back of those higher bond yields, and stocks were on the defensive after that uh, S&P 500. It tested the 200-day moving averages. The July FOMC minutes don't or didn't offer much in the way of colour or guidance as far as the market was concerned. And the July headline retail miss uh, show components were showing some underlying strength. So the retail miss in the US was predicated on lower gas um, sales. That's petrol sales. So lower prices in petrol really helping there. And also lower prices and less activity in second-hand cars and auto cars, new car sales as well. So that kept a lid on retail sales, but showing that maybe the US is starting to slow. Uh, Target misses big on earnings, but it did reiterate guidance, and there weren't too many bright spots in the trade in the US. And the Bank of America not ready to rule out hard landing in the US, and oil rallies on a bullish US inventories report. And according to Pantheon, which is a research house in the UK, the core UK prices will slow soon, which is just as well, seeing as we had inflation numbers out from the UK last night. 10.7% expected to hit 13% in October. So a pretty scary number, given that the Bank of England is still not even at 2% for their interest rates and inflation nearly 11% there. That's the highest in 40 years. So that is a somewhat of a concern. More on that in Henry's take today and in strategy, talking about uh, interest rates and inflation, as we seem to be talking about that ad nauseum in uh, financial markets at the moment. And the Fed saw similar rises ahead to assess prior moves, the minutes show. So certainly the Fed will be data dependent and be looking for that inflation rate to come under pressure to start coming down uh, maybe one swallow does not a summer, mate. We have seen it come from 9.1 to 8.5, which really got the market rocking and rolling. But it may be that that is just temporary, especially if we see the oil price kick higher, which it did last night, but only a modicum of gains. But uh, that will be the key to it, will be the oil price and the gas price in the US. But driving season is coming to an end soon in the US. And as a result, that demand side of the uh, oil equation could start to slip a little bit. Uh, the Federal Reserve's Bowman says labour demand is strong but supply uncertain. And the UK, as I said, hit that inflation double digits for the first time in 40 years. As far as what to expect today, well, we've got the SPY down 13 points. So you would, I would expect a pretty similar day to the one we saw yesterday, but maybe in reverse. Yesterday was up 22 at the end of the day, uh, but it was very much banks and BHP that were driving that gain. Uh, CSL coming off a little bit as well, uh, but we do have a lot of reports again today, so that will be the focal point of the market. There's a whole bunch that have already dropped and are dropping as we speak, so uh, we will obviously update the newsletter and update you on those results as they come through, but we do have 
Auckland Airport, Blackmores, uh, Evolution Mining, that will probably not be great, but we know that's not going to be great. Hum, I suspect that won't be great either. Medibank Private should be okay. Newix, uh, well, who cares? Origin and uh, Aurora. Transurban, I just saw the numbers come through in Transurban. They look pretty impressive, I have to say. It uh, remains uh, certainly one of my favourite stocks in this market, given that it's got the inflation uh, beating capacity to raise those tolls, and they don't really have to do much to uh, increase their business as long as cars are flowing and there's never any roads that are empty, they will do well. Treasury Wine Estates also out today. And we do have at 11.30 today the jobs number. So we're looking for a 3.5% headline rate again, and jobs growth consensus is around 25,000. But as usual from analysts, there is quite a wide range in terms of jobs growth, and that's uh, always a tricky number to get right. Also this afternoon, we're getting Eurozone July final CPI, and we're getting some U.S. Uh, existing home sales and leading index uh, tonight and the Philly Fed index. In other markets, stocks 50 in Europe last night was down 1.3%. FTSE down 0.3%. CAC down 1%. DAX down 2%. And if you think uh, the uh, people at the Bank of England or the ECB or the Federal Reserve are getting serious about uh, rising inflation, spare a thought for those people living in Ghana, which has just lifted its key rate from the Bank of Ghana by 3%. It is now 22%. That's getting serious. Uh, 10-year yields in the US, 2.9%. Australia, 3.27%. Germany, 1.08%. So all those 10-year yields creeping back up again. Uh, So maybe the thought that we're not going to see the recession is starting to take a little bit of hold, but also that we may see um, a little bit more, uh, I guess, a slightly less hawkish tilt from the Federal Reserve anyway. China raised its annual rare earth mining output quota by a quarter to fresh record high in the wake of rising global demand and a few downgrades coming through this morning. Super retail downgraded to neutral. CSL seems to be a bit ho-hum neutral from a number of brokers. The Fin Review has a big article saying this is the pivotal year for CSL I have to say given the massive purchase the acquisition of Vifor Pharma, which has now been completed. It certainly is a pivotal year as uh, CSL has made that massive acquisition. Seven West Media is making a bid for WA's TAB in conjunction with News Corp and Matthew Tripp, who is the guru of the online and sports betting market in terms of the TAB. Apple is targeting the September the 7th for its iPhone 14 launch I've still got an iPhone 8, much to the annoyance of my wife, but we're now looking at iPhone 14 coming in on September the 7th. And Brambles are looking good. I must admit those numbers yesterday were pretty good and the market reacted quite well. It's benefiting from price rises on global timber. Well, the timber pallets are in short supply at the moment and it's managing to pass on price increases for uh, its uh, inputs by um, by the timber price, etc., is managing to put those prices and stick it to customers. And they said they won't be getting any Christmas cards from their customers. They're not particularly popular, but those price rises are sticking. Also, interestingly, of course, timber prices have come down uh, quite a lot as well, so that will help them too. So Bramble's looking quite good on the back of those results yesterday. As far as question of the day goes today, this is on the back of a uh, series that I did yesterday filmed for Livewire Markets. And one of the questions they put to me, and I'll put to you as a question of the day, what three stocks would you put in your portfolio 
if you were starting out from scratch. So what three stocks would you put in your portfolio if you were starting out? Well, that's it from me today. Thanks very much for listening. You can head on over to the Marcus Today Facebook discussion group. Love to have your thoughts and ideas and even an answer to that question of the day. Of course, there is the Marcus Strategy podcast, which is our fly on the wall look at our morning meeting coming out around 11.30, 12 o'clock. And there's my On the Couch podcast. And today I'm talking to Dr. Leslie Chong from Imugene and uh, hoping to uh, record that session and release that by the weekend, as long as I can edit it in time. So that would be quite interesting. But that's it for me today. Thanks very much for listening. Uh, Have a great day, and may the trading gods be with you.